get out of your comfort zone uh, with all the products and such that you've used your entire life and think that everything that has been golden and what mom said was right kind of stuff and maybe throw it out the window a little bit and find out what's in your food, find out what's in your cleaning products, find out how these things actually affect you, your body, your family, your pets, and try to find some uh, alternative ways of living to uh, delay dying. Wellness means to me, uh, the obvious one is the physical health benefits of, of the body and stuff like that. And uh, I'm a big proponent of, of exercise and such, but I think as many people are coming around to, and maybe not as much as it should be, mental wellness is, is just such a massive proponent also. Hopefully the whole stigma, especially on the, I guess the machismo male side of things is that talking to someone isn't lame or looked down upon, it shouldn't be. Welcome to the Collaborative Resource Hub by Wellness Provisions. We're bridging the gap between mental health, wellness, and rock and roll. I'm Amy McBride, owner of Wellness Provisions, the most badass wellness business. Hey, are you feeling a little stuck in life? I offer wellness coaching sessions. Book a session with me if you're seeking to get healthy and ahead. Sessions are available worldwide. And check this out. Wellness Provisions supplies rock and rollers with high quality supplements. We've simplified your shopping experience and given you a trustworthy place to go where you can essentially shop blindfolded. And did you know? All our Collaborative Resource Hub interviews air on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Subscribe to stay in the loop. Go immerse yourself in the full Collaborative Resource Hub experience over on our website. You'll have access to helpful resources that will inspire and educate you. So let's inspire each other. If that guy did it, so can you. Last but not least, my legal disclaimer, nothing in this interview or the Collaborative Resource Hub substitutes medical advice. Please connect with your GP if you need medical guidance. Colin from NextScars, how are you? Good, how are you? I am doing quite well, actually. Thank you. Nice. Good weather down there? Uh, it's, I mean, I live in North Carolina, right on the coast, like the southernmost part of the state. So it is very humid and yeah. very hot. What is oh. it up in New York? It's been, actually, today it's been okay. The last couple of days have been pretty oppressive. So it's, uh, although I'm, I'm, you know, as it looks, I work from home. So I, it's a lot of air-conditioned, um, you know, ignorance is bliss I have no idea what's going on outside <laughs> unless I walk the dog or something like that this is this is pretty much it yeah fair enough um so how would you describe next scars to someone who has not heard you guys before well that's a it's a funny question because uh, as like many bands do there's a bit of a uh a cringeworthy kind of moment where you kind of you inevitably have to throw out some other bands that you just so happen to sound pretty close to, mm -hmm. um, it, either intentionally or not, it just ends up making more sense to be like, all right, if you've heard this band, then you can probably dig what we're trying to do. Exactly. Um, the inevitable is hot water music with a little more of a, um, I guess an Americana twinge to it or, or lean. Um, uh, Will, uh, our lead singer, he's uh, he's very into the alt country stuff, as as a lot of us are. But like he's very influenced by that, especially vocally and stuff like that. So it comes through, uh, even when we're playing a little more aggressively. He still kind of has that uh, that twang thing going, which is funny because he's from the Bronx. So you don't think that would be something he would be able to do, but he does a pretty good job of it. So 
He must really like that kind of music then. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Drive by truckers, one of his favorite bands ever. Lucero, you know. Yeah. Jason Isbell. That's, stuff that's like. awesome though, because it adds like, but that's what makes your sound different, you know? It adds that different kind of dimension to it. Oh, we our influences are vast. I mean, just to, uh, I don't know, about 20 minutes ago, I was texting with Justin, our guitar player, about uh, Lake Street Dive. You know that band? I actually uh, don't know. They're like super um, poppy, but like, you know, funky and soul. And they, they, they do great on covers and, and they're very, uh, you'd consider them contemporary, but they're so damn good and they're great live. And if you want to like lift up your spirits, put on their discography you will not regret it right on yeah cool but i mean other than that though i mean like i'm a big hip-hop guy too i like metal i mean justin's a huge metal guy um we're, we're all over the place and the way it kind of comes together is very interesting i mean we we actually recorded a song um two weeks ago that has a very um like thin lizzy like dual guitar solo kind of outro uh-huh the rest of the song is kind of like our version of skate punk. So it's, it's, it's cool how it, uh, how it came together. That's awesome. When, uh, is that like coming out as just like a single? Um, it, I don't know if we're allowed to say anything about where it's coming out, but it'll be on a compilation sometime this fall, uh, with a lot of other really awesome bands. So we're pretty awesome. on that. Um, maybe by the time, uh, this airs, uh, you know, at the end of yeah. August, we'll be able to kind of, yeah couple that into that so who knows yeah so it's like a cliffhanger right now which I'm all about yeah <laughs> um so I guess is there anything well actually let me ask you this first because this is really going to set the tone here yeah what does wellness mean to you wellness means to me uh the obvious one is is the physical you know, health benefits of, of the body and stuff like that. And uh, I'm a big proponent of, of exercise and such, but I think as many people are coming around to, and maybe not as much as it should be, um, mental wellness is, is just such a massive uh, proponent also in, in conjunction with physical. So mm -hmm. uh, it's all, it's all tied together. Exactly. And then I think it's, it's taken people entirely too long to kind of put that together it's uh it's sad but at least there's progress so hopefully the whole stigma especially on the i guess the machismo male side of things is that talking to someone isn't um lame or you know looked down upon it shouldn't be because yeah you, you gotta you gotta keep the people you love around that's the whole thing yeah and um i think it was i don't know it might have been like this morning uh I don't know. I saw like a quote or something, but basically it was saying, you know, like um, to be vulnerable. So to share your thoughts and feelings uh, is a challenge. So it's, it's a strength and it yeah. shouldn't, you know, you're not like a sissy for like talking about how you feel that's to open up like that is like a huge deal. So that takes strength. That's like a good thing. And people don't realize the the cathartic effect of of just letting it out and not being so worried about how you're going to be perceived by someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like, if you have good friends, like that's, that's who you should be able to talk to. And like, they wouldn't think any different of you. And if they do, then I guess they're not friends, you know, that's, that's the most frustrating part. And I feel like everybody has uh, maybe one or even a couple of people in their lives that are they're very close to, but they seem to 
just hold on to that. I mean, the, the tough part is having someone who's so close and you want to help so bad and they just won't do it or they'll do it, but it takes like 10 beers for them to do it, you know? And it's just like, you know, I'm glad you're, you're talking to me, but why don't you just sit me down as a sober good friend and just kind of uh, let me know how you feel. But, you know, you can't press or pressure or, or push anybody into something they don't want to do. So it's, it's a conundrum for sure. Yeah. Kind of like what I've started doing too. Like, it's like a visual in my head. I picture a path and we are all, all of us are walking on the same path but some of us are farther up ahead than others who are farther back, you know, and like everyone walks at their own speed, you know, and you can't, you can't expect someone to be somewhere they're not. Yeah. Yeah. And you just, I mean, the most you can do, or even the least that you can do is just let those people know that you're there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything that you wish, you know, maybe something that you know now that you're thankful for knowing now that you kind of wish you knew when you were younger? Huh. That's, that's interesting because I, I feel like as an individual grows throughout their life and matures and stuff like that, you, you don't really see the forest from the trees until, you know, the hindsight is 2020 kind of thing. Um, I think, I don't know if this is answering it the correct way, but there is no wrong way. All right. Uh, I think I still struggle with this, but I do better with it now than I did when I was younger. And I was a much more high strung person in my youth um, is having the ability to kind of let things go without overanalyzing them to a point where it just drives you absolutely insane. Um, And that's, that goes with like a lot of social situations where like dealing with people who may not have social cues that, um, they go against what you think should be the way of doing things. You have to be able to step back and, and appreciate them uh, regardless of how you perceive their uh, inability to share um, other people's views and right. relationships and stuff like that. Uh, that's just what just jumped into my mind when you asked that. I don't know if that helps or, you know. Well, no, because so there's uh, for sure people I, I call followers. I hate the word followers. Yeah. So friends of Well EP, mm-hmm. there's a lot of them who are overthinkers. And I mean, yeah. I think that goes for just a lot of people in general. So like, it sounds like, you know, that is you've been able to kind of like step back from being like that has anything specifically helped you like if someone was like dude I am in my head I over analyze everything what would you tell them well the reason that I I, I brought up the fact of the maturity and, and aging and kind of figuring things out like that is I I kind of picked up the ability to instead of having knee-jerk reactions and answer based solely on emotional reaction uh it's more of like a no let that sit and then come back to it later after you've been able to kind of ruminate on it and kind of meditate on it i suppose and i feel like i could probably tell anybody to kind of give themselves a moment before overreacting or not even overreacting just reacting period like just letting it simmer yeah Yeah, because it's true. I mean, like, there's like, for me, like, I am much better at this, but it's still something I'm working on is just having a super short fuse and just Mm -hmm. it's it's that reaction instead of like thoughtfully responding. So like making that gap between the two, like, 
a little bit longer so that you know you don't do something that you end up regretting and and that's that's very much so a sign of of uh of aging and, and maturing and, and kind of uh touching upon your past experiences because you can recognize something coming and not do the old reactionary thing and instead of just take it as you will yeah because it's it's having awareness, um, you know, which is something that you want to grow into. You hope that you do is when you start to have awareness for your patterns, when you realize that they are patterns and that you can, you can react, act, whatever differently, and you don't have to keep doing the same pattern. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you like deal with adversity or just crazy shit in life? Well, it, it certainly helps that I have an incredible wife who is very uh, understanding and open-minded uh, as much as we both get on each other's nerves often because that's just inevitable in a marriage. Uh, I think that we work so well together and our complete open communication about anything that comes to our minds is, is uh, such a, an incredible platform to be able to uh, say things like I, I am about not reacting to something right away, yeah. like say something comes to me and, and it just absolutely pisses me off instead of reacting and answering and doing, I'll wait until I can speak to her and let, just let it out and let her be kind of my, my sounding board, uh, to hear another perspective, whether or not I want to hear what she has to say or not. Uh, it still gives me the opportunity to think of something a little bit differently. Um, yeah, I, I, maybe I'd never really spoken this out before, but it, I, it definitely is something that's very important to my, uh, way of dealing with, uh, struggles, I guess. Yeah. So do you ever like journal or kind of go inwards? Cause it sounds like a, a lot of your processing is outwards, which I mean, it's neither here nor there, just an observation. It's funny. Uh, when I was younger, I did, um, I used to, uh, I mean, I've been in bands my whole life, but I used to be more of the main songwriter in bands. So that was, and I wrote poetry in high school. That was like a big thing for me. But as time went on and the bands that I was in for, you know, I, whatever reason it ended up working out, um, it always ended up being more of a collaboration and the roles that I had in these bands weren't necessarily the lyric writing songwriter. It mm -hmm. became more of a, an arranger or um, just music songwriter aspect of things, uh, which I suppose I should probably give myself the opportunity to dive back into that again, because maybe it would end up helping me out or even just writing. I mean, if, if I end up going back into poetry or just not even poetry, just writing stuff down, it may help me. I've just not had the inclination or, or um, uh, not even ambition, just the, the, the pull to do it. That's what I was going to say. It hasn't pulled you. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. But uh, in the same wavelength, I think just the music, the collaboration, the performance, the practicing, rehearsing, whatever is able to get some of that out in a different path. So it's a, it's a, it's a spiritual, emotional release via music specifically and not so much words and, and, needing to write it down in a yeah. coherent way, I guess. That's cool. I'm Which kinda... I, I don't even know if I really even 
realize that. I, I think it's because some music, musicians would say when they're playing, they're not thinking about anything else. It, it's what that is. It's the power of collaborating with your, your friend, your bandmate, and like the beautiful result that you can get out of that collaboration. Yeah, being very present. In, uh -huh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Is that something that you are, um, I don't know what I want to say. Do you practice mindfulness, I guess? Like, are you aware of being, you know, very present in the moment? Yeah, and I, I, I probably don't do it as much as I need to or want to, but I, I, yoga is a big, a big deal uh, in my life, especially because, uh, well, going back to my wife again, I think I may have had a perception of that as being something that was not me, not, not manly or something back in the day. And, and my wife was just like, you have your, your hips are tight, your knees hurt, your ankles hurt. You've gone to, um, you know, you've got MRIs, you've tried to figure out if you've torn something, you haven't, there's no solution, you keep hurting. Why don't you just try this? And I did it solely based on uh, the physical, uh, looking for the physical result and yeah. ended up coming away from, honestly, understanding the mindfulness of it and feeling mentally refreshed as well as physically. So not only did I feel more flexible and, and calm and uh, just less aches and pains, but like, I guess I, my mind had less aches and pains as well, so. Yeah, yeah, and that's, it's true though, cause like yoga is, I mean, like I feel like everybody does yoga now, but it's still mostly women. Yep. And like that Lululemon brand or whatever, mm -hmm. really just kind of like set things in the wrong direction a long time ago. Um, but- well, why, do you, why do you say that? Because it's made people, and from my point of view, like from my observations, it's still made people feel like yoga is just, you know, this like preppy, you know, college girl thing. Oh, and okay. Like, yeah. Oh, so their, their whole marketing uh, spiel was kind of like, they, they really dug into that instead of making it an all-inclusive kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, yoga is, it's, yeah, it's amazing for your body and like, you know, with your breath and your mind. I mean, like all of it, it's, and then you've got like Ayurvedic medicine, which is super badass too, and yeah. tied into, you know, yoga. So there's sure. so much and it's, you know, people just like scratch the surface at first. Yeah. Oh, and, and not even just the, uh, the physical aspect of, of needing yoga, but I mean, further to it, I, I have a standing desk. I, this is, I'm at it right now. I'm sitting at the moment, but the hips get so tight from sitting all day on a computer. You don't even realize how, how horrible it is for you. I mean, there's all these studies about how you take days off your life just from sitting in one space and one place and like not changing up and being in this crunched ball all day. So I have to be very mindful of, of standing up. And I actually now in the last couple of weeks, I stand up more than I sit. And as much as I, it's a pain to, you know, every once in a while, my legs get tired, but like, all right, well, then I just go walk around a little bit. I come back and I'm good to go again. So yeah, that's a, a big aspect of it. But yoga would help stretch out the IT band and all that kind of thing so that I'm, I'm able to work out when I work out and not feel bad for it. Because I used to have my muscles were all sorts of out of whack because I was sitting all day and then going and running on a treadmill. And it's like that is you need to stretch yourself out to do that. Otherwise, 
you're screwed. Absolutely. Yeah. What a- Here's an advert in less than 20 seconds. Did you know that Wellness Provisions offers one-on-one wellness sessions? Yep. So if you're seeking to get healthy and ahead in life, but feeling a little stuck, then book a session and let's get you unstuck. Now back to the interview. Like what else does like exercise look like for you? Well, it's, it's funny. Uh, some of our merchandise uh, features a lot of bicycles. And the reason for that is uh, Will and I, uh, the singer and guitar player, uh, we're, we're pretty big bike guys and it's just kind of permeated through everything. And in fact, we, we have a, um, a t-shirt design uh, idea for the future of, um, we did a short run in California in February uh, in which I saw you were, you wore a decent criminal shirt somewhat yeah. recently and, and Hunter was on not too long ago. We played with them in San Diego, which was awesome. And they're great dudes. We love those guys. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, where was I going with that? Yeah, bicycles. Cal- bicycles. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, speaking of tangents, uh, we have, there's a picture of Will and I, we rented bikes on Venice beach, like those, those cruisers that you yeah. get. And I don't know if it, I think Justin took the picture behind us. We're, are, are, we're high-fiving or we're like, we're, we're grabbing our hands like this, but like riding side by side and the palm trees are there. And it's like, it's so damn California. It was such a great picture that we're gonna, we're gonna put that on, on a t-shirt on the back, I think, and have like a smaller logo on the front. So, but that's, that would be the second bike t-shirt that we had. The first one, um, our album, Don't Panic, uh, and the bike is just, you know, regular like road bike. And yeah. that was like one of our logos. So we'll probably continue that just for, it's going to be a running joke now or a rolling joke rather. Um, yeah, <laughs> we, he rides more than I do. I wish I went out more. He does more road riding and he'll go for like 50 miles at a time. And, and we've gone together, but I'd like to go more. And I, I used to mountain bike back in the day. Like I've got a, a whole group of friends that uh, were pro downhill mountain bikers for a long time. Oh, wow. So I had uh, the, th- I guess the thrown into the fire kind of um, baptism of learning to mountain bike. And my ankles were terrible and I had to step away from it. And fortunately music and other things in my life started coming in and it's kind of a time consuming uh, activity if you want to do it often. And mm-hmm. um, I just need to, re-up my my or modernize my bike situation i've got like a 20 year old frame that has been built up which is great but it's like it's heavy the technology's better now i just have to spend some money and get some some new things but yeah between riding bikes and and running which is funny because running used to be like i was obsessed with it in college uh it was to the point where I was so thin that people thought people like people thought that there was something wrong with me like I wasn't eating enough or something like that. And I was like, nope, I, I wasn't drinking then at all. So I was running five miles a day at least, and then not drinking any beer at all. And I was like 150 pounds and they're like, you know, I know you feel good, but you don't look that good. And I'm like, oh, okay, well maybe I'll, I'll just run a little bit less. And uh, I've actually started to get back into running a little bit more recently and I forgot how much I enjoy it. Yeah. Did you like modify your nutrition at all, like back then? Well, uh, no, because I was in college, I was eating, you know, 
our awful campus food and you know my metabolism was so much faster then that it did and well and there's here's another tangent i have a theory that i went to state university in new york system and i i tell my parents often that uh when it comes up that i think that the college put laxatives in their food because oh this is disgusting but it would just <laughs> It would go through you a lot faster than normal food would. And yeah. it's like, mm, what's what's happening here? Is there like a, they're afraid of liability. So they just like want to get it through you as fast as possible. So you don't get sick because it's bad quality. Yeah, it, it's, I've, I've thought about that because it, it wasn't great. But anyway. Yeah. Um, in terms of like modifying uh, my nutrition, at least in the, in the most recent uh about two, was it two years ago? It was during, during the beginning of the pandemic, I guess, uh, my wife and I decided to, after a month in January, I forget which year, uh, we did, we ate vegan only for a month and did surprisingly okay with it, but knew that we love cheese too much. So we, we'd not be doing that. Um, and then we, we more or less went vegetarian after that. Not completely. Cause we'll, we'll like, cheat every once in a while because there's certain things that uh, we both love but for the most part we're vegetarian eating and um, it, I would love to say that I feel completely different and like rejuvenated and stuff like that and this is not to put down the choice because I'm happy to do it for many reasons but um, it wasn't such an obvious change uh, maybe if I dug into it a little bit more I would know um, in terms of like energy and, mm -hmm. and maybe it's just been so long since I was consistently meat eating that I don't know the difference anymore. So I, it's yeah. like not, um, I don't know, it's not obvious to me, but I'm happy we did it. It's, I think it will only prolong our lives together and on this earth period, uh, help the earth too, uh, for many reasons. Um, and I actually do think we spend less money on groceries because of it too, which is a nice added bonus. But I'm also, again, happy that we are, we are not like militant about it either. Like, so she's more Italian than anything else and I'm more Irish than anything else. And she will need to have Italian sausage and peppers every once in a while, uh, especially like when she's with her family. And I will want an Irish breakfast uh, with all the different sausages and, yeah. and eggs and all that kind of stuff. and we treat ourselves every once in a while for the hell of it. But uh, yeah, I think that's important though. And like, I mean, I actually, I know over the years I've known a few vegetarians who like, if they're getting sick, they remember like chicken broth, like bone broth made them feel better. Yeah. And yeah. so like, they'll do that when they're sick or I knew someone and she was doing like bone broth for like, she did something weird with like her uh, ankle tendon. I don't know, whatever, something, but like, you know, obvious, I mean, like there's two sides to everything, but I value someone who can look at food as nutrition and kind of make that distinction or look at food as like, I'm only living once and yeah. like, I want to enjoy my life too. Mm -hmm. And so like to allow those, you know, small pleasures and stuff, I think it's important. Yeah. And of course I would like to always think that where whatever meat I'm eating is sourced from a good place. You can't always it's hard to know 
that. But I mean, if I have the choice, I will try to make it from a, an ethical place. So absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm all about personally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay. So like with exercising, because there's so many different kinds that you do and have mm -hmm. done and um what does recovery look like for you like does anything you know do you ever do like epsom soaks or does anything help you kind of feel better um after, like, long bike rides yeah uh, i i wish i could say i did epsom soaks or anything like that um i hydrate that's like I, it's the simplest thing uh that i feel like people just forget. I don't know why, but I, I think at this point in my life, as opposed to how it was say 10, 15 years ago, I drink so much water and especially after long rides and stuff, I just like, I go ham on it and I all day long. It's, I'm a very habitual person. And because I'm mostly working from home, there's always a water or, or, or some other things next to me all day long. And if I'm able to do that. It will, I just know I'm going to feel better. And if I, you know, and, and the proteins getting, making sure the proteins are in there for the recovery too. That's, that's a pretty big thing. Um, but yeah, if you start with always hydrating, then you're, you're in a one step in the right direction. Totally. Yeah. Um, do you ever do electrolytes? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know there's like better versions of it out there, but like liquid IV is, is great. And, um, there, I'm starting to find other versions of it uh, because there's just a little too much sugar in those in particular. So uh, there's various, uh, you know, differences and, and companies that they, they're trying to work on that and not be so sugar filled. And um, I mean, there's the obvious times where you just like drank a little bit too much the night before and you're like, oh. all right, well, I feel like garbage. So this is going to be something that's going to, you know, make me functional or somewhat again. So, yeah. I mean, you can have that when in those situations and when you're just dehydrated and shot. So it, there's multiple uses for it. Yeah. Um, I want to send you, so remind me like when we're done too, um, I want to send you some packets because my business, I sell these electrolytes are actually from New York. Oh, um, and, uh, they are all, oh my God, super duper clean. Cool. Like there's no, they do stevia, but it's not like the weird chemically processed, like Reb A stevia that has it's more weird, natural. Very. Yeah. It's the leaf that's ground up that has a totally cool. different flavor profile. Nice. Anyways, they're amazing and um, they taste really good. So I'll send you some packets you can try. Great. And they're affordable. Nice. Yes. Um, I, my wife and I also drink uh, every single day, this like goji berry uh, antioxidant uh drink that you just mix with water and it's like a constant i mean that's 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 what this is right here i'm just oh, okay always putting it down um and it tastes amazing and does all sorts of great things for your like eye health and your metabolism and, and making sure everything's kind of flowing great and like your heart is I, she would go into much deeper dive than i can i just know that i because i'm such a habit based person that my morning can't start work-wise unless it's sitting there next to me. So yeah. And, and you probably feel better on it. Yeah, I do. Actually. I, I, th I think I do. It like, he, it makes me feel normal or, or even better than normal. Cause normal yeah. would be the, the, yeah. The opposite. Are there any other supplements that you take? Yeah. Uh, multigreens, uh, B, C and D every day as well. 
Um, and the irony is she was the one who started saying, you should take these. And then I'm the one that has to remind her to take them. And I always take them every day. So I guess uh, we are opposites in that fact. Uh, she actually was just making fun of me. Uh, was it last night or this morning? Uh, we have a 13-year-old dog who is very rooted in her ways. And I walk her in the morning and the afternoon. I feed her and morning and afternoon and we just are on the same schedule and she just laughs at us because like I go to bed and her bed is on the ground on the other side of the bed and she can't go to bed until she gets up comes over and looks up at me basically says good night and then goes to goes to sleep and so my wife gets a little jealous sometimes of our relationship it's very funny <laughs> but like you're home with her all day yeah yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, that's an interesting thing too, because I don't know, it's a combination of her getting older as well as her be being around us all the time. She hates when we leave and she used to never be that way. She is very, um, codependent now. And I, I do think that's a combination of age and the fact that she's so used to us being around all the time. So it's tough. I mean, she'll, she'll, I don't know if she's doing it because she's mad, but she'll try to get into stuff and always trying to find paper and rip it up and like knock things over. And we don't know if she's angry at us for not being there or if she's so bored or whatever, but uh, yeah, she's a, she's a healthy dog and she's clearly happy when we're around. So. Yeah. Have you ever tried rescue remedy for pets? What's that? It's um, their flower essences. So it's a homeopathic remedy. People and pets can use it. Um, but like, Horses, dogs, cats will, I mean, like typically are the ones who are using rescue remedy, but um, the, the remedy is good for dealing with like emotional imbalances and a lot oh. of like stress and anxiety. So those are all things that could certainly help this, this dog. So yeah, that would, that would be great. Yeah. You just out. put it in their water or like you can rub it like in her ears or on her mm. paw pads or something. Cool. Yeah. Is sleep really important to you? Yeah, I I, I think more now than ever has been. Um, I, I average about, I, I guess about six and a half, seven hours of sleep a night. And I know as you get older, uh, you need less of it to function normally, um, at least from what I've read. Uh, I've, that's been kind of the average that I've always gotten. So I probably, well, when I was a teenager, I could sleep in until... 10 o'clock every day, regardless. And, but that yeah. just doesn't happen anymore. I, uh, it's been noticeable that if I get anything less than six hours, I am, that's a wasted day. I am just like, my brain doesn't work uh, properly. I need that sleep, but I'm also not a napper. Naps screw me up. I can't do it. It just, I'm either get a good night's sleep and then the whole day is good or I don't which is, that's an ongoing conversation in the band is Justin doesn't sleep. He's like a vampire. Um, he's like a four hour sleep guy. Like, and it's always been that way. And I have no idea how he functions. It's wild. So that's, it's a funny thing. How do you like, what is it like when you guys are on the road? You know, how, I mean, for you, I mean, cause you can't always get. <laughs> it's out. a, it's a point of, uh, of consternation, I suppose. Um, Although the last couple of trips out that we've been doing have been very good for that because they've been long weekenders, which I, more or less is what we kind of are as a band. I mean, we all have jobs, um, yeah. time consuming jobs at that. And uh, we use our time off for these kind of uh, these jaunts. I mean, we were, we were actually, we played uh, 
two shows in, in North Carolina in January. We did a little bit of an East Coast thing. And we managed to have a decent place to stay everywhere we went. And I think that's kind of how we're going to more or less go about it. Um, I don't know if they'll ever, I mean, I knock on wood, I don't want to say it'll never happen, but having the month long tours and stuff, I don't know if that's in our near future. It would have to take some really good opportunities to yeah. more or less walk away from our current jobs. But even so, we try to go out of our way to make sure that we all have a bed or, or a comfortable floor. Um, and it's, it's tough. Cause I mean, you, you, you like to party, you like to, you know, hang out with new people, old friends, new friends, whatever. And you just like, you don't want to go to sleep. That's not what you want to do. But I think we are all at a certain age, uh, late thirties and more of recognizing that we will not be playing very well if we have not had enough rest. So, um, including the first night that we played in San Francisco in February, we were, the way it worked out is we were up for like 24 hours before we even played. Uh. It was, uh, apparently Andy Sella Hart will tell you it, it wasn't that bad, but we all thought it was terrible. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, we felt it was like, I, I was like hallucinating. I, I had no idea what was going on. So that was, that is brutal. And yes. you played like you played in that, like, <laughs> condition yeah and it 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 was That's i like, guess it was fine we saw a video and i was like all right this doesn't this doesn't sound that bad so maybe we just felt like we were off i don't know yeah and you probably just go into autopilot a little yeah. bit too i imagine yeah muscle memory with the hands you're like you know what the songs are we've practiced it enough to know what's going on it's just that little extra chutzpah or energy uh maybe was lacking a little bit yeah yeah um so do you have a quote that you like a lot? Yes. And this one's funny for many reasons for those who know me. Uh, I got it from my dad who got it from my grandfather. Uh, and I think it, it, it's very appropriate for many different situations, especially in this day and age in this country uh, for what it's worth. Uh, I believe it came from Abe Lincoln. Uh, better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to speak and to remove all doubt. Which is funny because I've always been known as a talker my entire life and it was much to the positive and negative detriment at all times. So in high school, I all my teachers hated me because I was just class clowning it up, always telling jokes, never shutting up and my grades reflected it. Um, thankfully I was able to, to kind of figure it out junior year of, of high school and get into college and then transfer to a better college and figure how to be a, you know, functioning adult who isn't annoying. Um, I mean, like my, my, all my, in like social media handles are, are Colin mouth. So it's just like, that's where it comes from. It was just a oh. constant spew. So, but I think going back to what I, what I said earlier about maturing and understanding uh, how to go about things and, and recognizing how you can better your, yourself and such is, is taking that quote to heart and really learning how to listen before speaking. And I feel like a lot of people could take that advice as well mm -hmm. and reflect on, on situations and yourself and other people before acting. So, wow, it's really, I didn't even realize it was going to tie it all up here, but it, it, it kind of does. Put a bow on it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, you know, I think it's also like just to riff on that for like a second is it's okay to not have a firm opinion on something as well, especially like all the current event stuff, because things are so crazy, you know, like it's okay to like, kind of like see the perspective from both sides or just to not have a clear, like, so you don't always have to just like speak at all. Well, that's the problem. No one actually wants to sit and uh, put yourself in someone else's shoes. They just want to just uh, throw it out there that you're wrong. I'm right. Um, you're a bad person for it. And that's it. Yeah. There's yeah. different perspectives and, and different views. And if you can't figure out how to respect someone else's views without just jumping down their throat, well, you've got another thing coming. You've got some things to figure out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Um, okay, so the tagline for my business is delay dying. So I like to ask if you had to give someone tips or advice on how to delay dying, or in other words, live a like healthier, happier life, what would you say? Get out of your comfort zone uh, with all the, the the products and such that you've used your entire life and, and, and think that everything that has been golden and, you know, what mom said was right kind of stuff and maybe throw it out the window a little bit and find out what's in your food, find out what's in your cleaning products, find out, you know, how these things actually affect you, your body, your family, your pets, everything like that. And try to find some uh, alternative ways of of living to uh, delay dying. Nailed it. <laughs> Ten points. I love that answer. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We. I mean, that's a whole other rabbit hole. So yes, ten points. Um, do you guys have anything cool coming out or coming up like this autumn? Um. So we we might uh, we're doing a little bit of um uh we're doing some writing we recorded like i said a couple of weeks ago but we also have a couple other songs that we're writing with our um our newer drummer and like kind of getting in the the mode of creating with him which has gone very well Uh, but with everyone's schedules it's kind of tough so we're in a little bit of a a lull right now we played an amazing show a couple weeks ago in jersey with uh h2o um, which was i mean we grew up on those guys. So of course it was amazing. And they, they actually used all of our equipment and stuff. It was like this whole thing. It was great. Um, but I think we could be uh, springboarding off of, of that uh, for the fall and like trying to get some, some cool shows together. Uh, we are playing fest. So that's um, obviously, you know, something to look forward to in uh, the Halloween weekend. Uh, we're kind of gearing up for the fall to be a more busy time for us to be playing and releasing things. I, I, we want to do a, an EP at some point uh, before jumping into a uh, full length eventually. So yeah, we're just trying to get uh, work ourselves up into a momentum and, and play more diverse shows, maybe go on a couple of uh, long weekend trips again. We'd like to see the uh, the Southwest eventually. So uh, we might be aiming towards something in the uh, early uh, next year for something yeah. like that. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Lots of movement. And like, that's all, you know, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's just like the, it's such an interesting time for a band that doesn't tour constantly because there's so many bigger bands that are doing exactly what we're doing of like flying to this place and playing four shows and then coming yeah. home. Yeah. So there's a precedent for us to, 
because we have our full-time jobs, we're not dependent on this as a way of life. But if we can make a couple of bucks here and there and get our music out there and, and spread the, you know, our, our whole thing, then this might just be the best way to do it. And we all seem to be kind of uh, very eye to eye in that, that sense. So yeah, it continues for a while. It's good stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. I know a lot of bands do like, like the long weekend kind of show thing. Yeah. Yeah, it works. It's it's cool. I mean, and there's there's bigger bands to play with to do that and, and get the exposure that you need and meet new people so you can come back to that place the next year. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, smart. Thank you so much for talking with me and sharing. Well, and getting to, like a little bit of talking about supplements made me super happy and like, you know, food, the little bit we talked on food. Yeah, this has been this has been a fun conversation and all the healthy stuff that you incorporate in your life. Agreed. Thank you very much, Amy. This has been amazing. It's like the sun you forgot exists.